That's twisted. This is Mark McNeese with my co-host Rick Rose, and you're listening to another edition of The Twist. Welcome to another Twist podcast, everybody. I am here um, post another blizzard that didn't happen, Rick. I mean, people like flip out. There's going to be a snowstorm. The grocery store was mobbed. Frank and I went there on my oh, day man. off. Oh man, I bet. And uh, I mean, if you work there, it's a pain in the ass. You know what you're. You know what's going to happen whenever there's like, oh, there's going to be two to six inches of snow. Everybody goes running off to the grocery store, and it's a madhouse because we don't have any competition. We will soon. There's a McCaffrey's. Uh, opening up nearby and honestly i think it's good for business to have competition but anyway where was i oh yeah um it wasn't bad frank and i even took an hour and a half walk yesterday in the in a little bit of sleep what's going on there in madtown and madtown mad city rick Rose mad city is that what morning. they call it mad i call madtown mad city whatever you guy want. fietti calls it madtown who does Guy Fieri, I'm kidding. He's got Flavor Town. You never watch oh, the Food, oh, chat, no, food no, Network. I know. He scares me. He's gross looking. Like, oh my God, what does he feel about me? I shouldn't have said that. Um, Mad City, Mad Cow Town, Mad Mad Cow Disease. Remember that when there was Mad? That was oh my bad. gosh, yes, yeah. You know, my mom sent me something yesterday. By the way, well, so we've had snow. We've had so many snow days. Yesterday was a snow day, so schools were closed. Last week we had two snow days. Week week before that, we like three snow days. It's bad statewide, and I think part of it is like. They don't plow the roads, so I was stuck at home. I was ready to go to work, but they don't plow until, until later. And then, you know, I live in a condo or a townhouse, and I had a shovel, and I had to wait for that. But once you're rock and rolling, you're rock and rolling, you know. I mean, I was running across town, but neither here nor there. My mom sent me this thing, Mark. I got to tell because I recall you doing this. She sent me this thing with her her notice for her birthday party. She's so damn cute. Her birthday's not till April, but she sent an invite to her birthday party already, so I can save the date kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. Just family, but she still does it because she's official about it. Sent me this thing, as only moms do at that age, you know, as we get older. It said, consider taking this or whatever. It was uh, immunization for uh, shingles, and I recall you doing that. I did do it, absolutely, because I had shingles. Now it's going to, it's well over a year and a half. I got them like right after the day after Thanksgiving, and it started out as... um like a little pain i thought i thought i had pinched like a pinched nerve or something wow and then it was shingles but i didn't have them on like my eyes people get them in like really horrible Weird places, places. Yeah, yeah mine were mine were on my back but it was really uh, very very painful and uh, the scars the scabs took for a long long time to go away uh, so i ended up getting the vaccine because i was told that you can get them again you know you think you might think well it's like you know measles or something once you have it you can't get them again but you can so i did the um it was two shots there might be a couple of different ones no, out there. no no it's like two this is the one it's like two shots yeah yeah and the honestly the first one it just feels like somebody hit your arm with a baseball bat it's wow. it hurts and i had my reaction it's only lasted a day was like having the a flu like all my joints ached the second shot wasn't as bad, but I'm telling you, shingles is worse. You know. Well, they say for anybody over fifty, which I qualify now, it's worth. Are you doing over fifty already? Yeah, 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 Mark. You know that you're just being funny. You're just. Are you making me feel good, or are you mocking me? Like last week when I was name dropping, yeah. I make don't fool. mock. I tease. I, know. I don't mock. Trump. Well, mocks. anyway, I don't mock. Trump. Oh, geez. Well, anyone over fifty is supposed to have it. I'm going to do it, but it's on a waiting list now. You know, it's ninety percent effective or something. But it's a waiting list. I'm like, well, I don't think Mark's really. Wait. He just got his. No, I yes. just I went right to the giant pharmacy. Isn't that cool no. that I work at a place that has a pharmacy and I have I work there, so we rarely pay for medications. But um, yeah, you should get it. And you want to talk about birthdays because I know we have somebody to wish happy birthday. 
Oh my god, yeah, let's talk about birthdays. Shout out at our little Ask Patsy, our character from mm-hmm. Into the Outdoors, the actress. Alex Spot is 30 years old today. Alex Spot. So just so people know, Rick and I co-created the show <laughs> called Into the Outdoors. It's still on the air after, I think, 15 Emmys, possibly more. Um, 15 or 16, yeah. I have one like on my shelf. You know, I only need one to look at. Um, also want to tally. But anyways, Alex was like the kid. We had these two child um, characters, and Alex was one of them. And so the last time I saw Alex, she was... 12 or 13 or something like that i think even i don't remember little or something like that yeah i think it's her birthday today her mom said i had to get her birthday greeting by today so i stood in front of the wall where all 15 emmys are lined up and i and i showed her the emmys and i said hey you want to guess what year we met i said look for the oldest emmy on the shelf i don't remember when it was 2001 2001 yeah 2001 wow shoot we're old and she's old 30 years old man i've known her all birthday alex shout out now, I want to... You ready for the show? I'm not headlines, but we're, let's get into the show. I got some big news going on, Mark. This was the week of the Grammys. We're heading into the Oscars. Lots to talk about. Yes, and today, Frank and I... Because we do reviews here, too. Um, this is a pre, pre-visit thing, because we haven't gone there yet. But it's called the... Um, we're going to Doylestown, uh, Pennsylvania, which is about a half hour from here later this morning. And we're going to the Salt Cave. So I'm going to go ahead oh, and plug nice. them. Yeah. Um, and do you know what a salt cave is? Well, I don't go to salt caves. I go to salt rooms. But yes, I do very well. I love them. I've Just never been to one. Now that we oh, were yes, told we it. have to wear white socks, I have no idea why we have to wear white socks. But we Oh, will, shit. I wear no socks. I wear we black socks. Wear, but we will wear I, white socks. But just so people know, what is a salt cave? It's halo therapy. H-A-L-O. It sounds like a halo, like an angel's Halo, halo, Beyonce song. Simply put, halo therapy is the use of salt vapor to alternatively treat multiple conditions. For centuries, monks used natural, like I care what monks did, but anyways, they used naturally occurring salt caverns to treat respiratory ailments. Today, man-made salt rooms create salt caverns, yep, um, yep. and it's good for antibacterial stuff, mucolytic, loosens mucus and phlegm, anti-inflammatory, and it tastes good. I mean, it's you, you, you like get salt without having to worry about your blood well, pressure. You don't lick the walls, Mark. Oh, I didn't know that. I was going to take careful. a bunch of, I was going to take lunch. Um, yeah, well, you guys will have a great experience. I take a lot of friends there. They actually have happy hours here, Monday through Thursday. Not like drinking happy hours, but just half price on the salt rooms. And um, it will feel like you're on a beach. That's why you should wear white socks, because you get white all over your body. But you will love it. You'll like sit in there, and you'll think you're like on a beach. It's awesome. I can't wait. And then um, mm-hmm. I have a lot of company this morning. Frank just walked in to check his Fitbit that he plugs into my computer. And our cat, Peanut, is uh, on the chair behind me. Oh, hi, Peanut. Um, anyways, a couple other things. Um, just about the Salt Cave is in Doylestown now. I you've I don't think you've never been to this area. It is so cool. Doylestown, Pennsylvania is fabulous. If you like Lambertville and New Hope, you'll love Doylestown. And it has a gay mayor. Oh wow! Yeah, his name is. Um, oh come on, I hate uh, Ronald Strauss. He's the gay mayor of Doylestown. He's married. And then also Lambertville, which you know I happen to love and have set many of. Well, I'm setting my books in Lambertville now. Because all my characters just moved with me. It's it was very very nice of them, but that I, Lambertville has a lesbian mayor, like it's rocking Come here. On. I'm telling you, there's rainbows everywhere where I live, and like one of the reasons I love living here. Well, you guys will enjoy it. That's great. Speaking of like people in public office, Mark Kelly, the former astronaut, husband of former congresswoman, and we've talked about it in the show, Gabrielle Giffords. Remember, of course. From 
the gal that was shot, um, the senator or the uh, congressperson from, well, he's running. He's running in the seat that was filled after Against Martha John... McSally. Yes. So you know the story. Of course oh. I know. Rick, we're the twist. What don't we know? Come <laughs> what on. What don't we know? So he's running. But then I also saw that um, Mitch Mitch McConnell, your your buddy, uh, his seat's opening up. And Schumer, Schumer is actively recruiting a celebrated fighter pilot, a Marine. Uh, to run for the seat in 2020. Her name is Amy McGrath. She's a Marine veteran turned 2018 congressional candidate. And um, they want to put her up as Democrat again, against your buddy. Well, I'll be, I'll be donating because I really can't stand this man. And um, just for so many reasons. He's humorless. He's absolutely humorless. Yeah. His, his mouth barely moves when he talks. Uh, the only time he smiles is when he's talking about his greatest achievement of stealing a Supreme Court seat and telling the President of the United States that he would not replace Scalia. I can't stand Mitch McConnell, so the sooner that 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 turd is gone, the better. And it's what's weird, though, is it, and voters are just strange to me. McConnell's approval rating has been low for years. Like it's like they don't like him in Kentucky, but they keep electing him. So crazy. Well. I got to go see him. Well, I won't really see him, but I'm going to judge Miss Kentucky this year, the pageant, in the beginning of June. So. Make a political okay. statement. Stand up and, and denounce Mitch McConnell. I should. Speaking of p political statements at the Grammy Awards, um, there's a lot going on. There were a lot of LGBTQ uh, folks winning Grammy Awards. I, I heard keep that forgetting. Casey Musgrave or whoever the country chick is, that yes. she's a lesbian. Is she gay? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Out, I think she's married or as a partner, but she won a big award. They put in that category of winning all those awards, Lady Gaga, because I recall Lady Gaga is bisexual. I forgot about that. Is she? Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't put her in that category other than just being an ally. But I forget she technically came okay, out as. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well. Anyway, a lot of that. But then Halsey, two of the Halsey, my fave. I don't think she wants some awards. Why are you bringing her up? Well, because she's bisexual and I love her. Okay. Oh, yeah. It, uh, you can bring her up. I can up. do Why, that. It's our show. You can. Well, and it was her week. She hosted Saturday Night Live. She was one of those double winners. She hosted it and sang on it this week, and she was funny as... Beep. She as was only good. Could be. She was really, really good. But, yeah, it was, uh, it was a big deal, the uh, the awards. But then there were two people, I don't know. Try to remember their names. I'm trying to look real quick, and I'm not doing so. I'm not being so quick on it like I should be. Alec Baldwin. That wore like clothing that were like pro Trump. On what? You know, on the Grammys? On the Grammys. Ah, yeah. Some, Goodbye. Some singers got a new up. Yeah. Let's not even talk. Goodbye. About no, bye. <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs> oh, where do we want to go? You want to give us some headlines? Well, no, I got some. Well, I got this. I don't have a like a big topic because there's no. just you know some weeks it's just like please. Um. Well, but me, I, but I know, but no, no, I Rick, you're, you're stepping on my lines. I want, I have a pronunciation guide. That was what I was going to open with. And it's going to oh, be in the title, the title of the show, how to pronounce buddy gig, because you know, buddy gig, listen, the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, gay guy, which I was so happy oh, yeah. for a number of years now that the South Bend where I grew up, I grew up in Elkhart. It's right next door. It's just too, too much to explain, but. South Bend is where Notre Dame is, and my parents were there, and they passed away. They're buried there. Um, but um, anyways, the mayor of South Bend for a few years now has been a gay man named... Um, uh, it's That's that's the whole thing. It's how to pronounce these names, all right? Yeah, it's I a weird it, name. It's a weird name. Well, I thought it was Buddy Gig, and I thought, what a great name for a gay mm -hmm. man, right? Buddy Gig. But um, it's not. It is... Oh, here it is. Pete, it's pronounced... And I'm going to say... I'm going to go through a list of these. Pete... 
Buttigieg. He's from Buttigieg. Uh, yeah. Buttigieg. Yeah, he said Buttigieg, and there's no no indication of the emphasis, so it's like it's all the same. Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Uh, very, He's very, a veteran too, by the way. Oh, good Sir, for him. Sir and Memorial. it's very common in his uh, his father's country of origin, which is the tiny island of Malta, and nowhere oh. else. Isn't that amazing? Uh, Julian Castro is Julian. Okay. It's not. Oops. I found something on the oh my god. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> is that, that's you. Alexa or something? Siri or Alexa? So no, that was Siri. I think. I'm not sure. I am. Oh, geez. Oh, stupid fucking Alexa. That's oh. <laughs> She's owning in on her. Buttigieg. And then Julian Castro is, is a, a, J with an H, because that's how they say it in Spanish. It's Julian Castro. Julian Castro. A great guy running for president, yes. Right. Tulsi Gabbard is um, oh, Tulsi, geez. like Tulsa. Go away. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I don't know anything about her. Uh, uh, Gillibrand, who I'm I'm not interested in anymore. Um used to like her. I yeah. used to like her till she, I don't know, she's a spot grabber, a spotlight grabber, and I didn't like what yeah. she did to Al Franken. Um, her, her name her name is Gillibrand, of course. We, we sort of figured that out, but it's not Gillibrand. Some Gillibrand. Gillibrand. Yes, Gill you're it's right. Not, it's Gillibrand. It's a G. It's a soft G. Uh, Kamala Harris is, is, she said it's pronounced like comma with a la at the end, so it's Kamala. Yeah, I just learned that from my friend Q who listens to our show now, right. by the way. It's not Kamala. It's not Kamala. It's Kamala. I was saying Kamala, but it's Kamala. Mm -hmm. Kamala. Amy Klobuchar oh, is Klobuchar, uh, like blow. Klobuchar. I don't know anything about her, but you know the the sort of the sort of right the conservative commentators, columnists, not commentators, because they say she's she's a threat to Trump. I don't know anything about her. We'll see. Uh, she's from Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, Sherrod, Sherrod Brown is share with an ud. Uh, Hickenlooper. Sherrod. Here's a fun name. <laughs> Hickenlooper is exactly what you would think. It's Hickenlooper. Jay Inslee is Inslee, and here's the last one, and then I'll stop. Um, because I keep I keep saying Beto O'Rourke, and the, Ted Cruz said Beto O'Rourke, and he mispronounced it. Uh, for a long, he probably still does. It's Beto. It's short for yeah, Roberto, like bet, but it's Beto, bet, like bet, like Bet Midler, Beto. And then you got Rourke. Elizabeth Warren, which is Sacagawea. Uh, Pocahontas. Stop it. We're so bad. I'm repeating the president. I'm not mocking. I would never, ever do that because I think that's really racial and really oh, horrible God. to uh, American Indians. Now, you know that uh, some, a lot, everybody says Native American. I personally think that's a white person's term, like African American, because I have a black friend that you know very well who says that he's not, he doesn't use African American. He doesn't like it. He's black. Um, and a lot of uh -huh. Indians are American Indians. It, our friend Kathy even um, went on a trip last year or something and they were told by the tour guide do not say native american they were they they use the term american indian so please respect well that. and that's that's good because you can't just say indian either in this country it's very difficult because you have you no, know indians are on the food network she's one of the judges all the time this indian oh yeah she's, she's good what's her name already somebody the spice queen i like her yeah she's good well we have a guy raj who's running for mayor of uh, i think there's like six people from big bang area <laughs> no he's running for mayor of Madison, I like him. I got behind him. I wrote him a little private message that I like you, dude. Said anything I can do. Did you say dude? But, no, I didn't say dude. I almost said dude on Facebook when I was <coughs> when I was making fun of Mitch McConnell last night. Is I put stuff up there and the next day I delete it. <laughs> so I was That's talking so about Mitch McConnell's mouth never moving. But I, I saw. I it. thought about calling him dude, and I said, Nah, I don't. Say that. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, I brought up Sacagawea. Just funny little transition, and I love that story because a lot of these folks. By the way, these are all candidates for president. Most of them have declared. Um, so good story, Mark. But I was practicing the name Sacagawea because my little review, and I want to jump right into mine, is a review of Wyoming. 
you know, if you haven't been to Wyoming, it's a great state to go to any time of year. I mean, there's great rafting, great things to do. The Cheneys the summer. are there. Huh? The Cheneys are there. The Cheneys are there. Oh, why'd you bring that up? The Tito Mountains are there on the edge. Jackson Hole, one of the best cities ever. Tito but Jackson? You go, what'd you say? <laughs> Tito. Tito. Oh. Beto. Beto. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Tito, Tito's is a vodka from Texas, by the way. I know. It's and whenever we go to, I never heard of it until we used to, recently we go to restaurants and they'll say like, I I don't. Would drink, you like it, Tito's? Martini? Yeah, they'll say you yeah. want Tito's or or Grey Goose or whatever. So, yeah, you're still in the Grey Goose world, right? Or, or the I, well, Athen, I don't drink, Athen, but... Athen, We should have vodka names. Pronounce vodka names. That's a good one. Go for it now. Go on. Keep going. Well, Tito's, yeah, because it's corn based. So a lot of people that don't do wheat and gluten and stuff. That's oh, why I didn't they know that. Yeah, it's got a gold orange label, I think, or a gold label on an orange bottle, whatever. <clears throat> anyway, I was out there. We're sh- we're currently shooting an episode of one of the shows I work on, Boondock Nation, out in Wyoming. But I was out there about a year ago. Winter is a great time to go, but Lander, Wyoming, which is in a different part of the state, great place to go. My friend, shout out to Shane and Ashley. You know, a bar there, Mark. It's a bar slash. Shane, barbershop. shout out to Shane. Hey guys. And they have two wonderful kids, and I spent time with them. I met them down the Shreveport. But anyway, uh, they live there now. Whiskey Cuts Barber Shop. So it's Whiskey Cuts Bar-Burr Barber. So you drink whiskey while you're getting your hair cut. And it's really cool. Oh, that's you, you nice. Find them on Facebook. It's really cool, guys. And he does this thing called Beer and Braids. Um, your daughter or your wife come, and they're your models. It's 20 bucks. You get beer. And while you're getting beer, they teach you how to braid their hair. I think it's cool. Yeah, and then but, with the vodka, you don't feel it when they cut you. No, <laughs> the little kids drink the vodka, right? Anyway, it's a really cool place. I went there and traveled through. Uh, there's an Indian reservation there called Wind River Indian Reservation. Sacagawea is buried there. Now there's. Oh my God, Wind River! There was a movie called the Wind movie. It was Wind really River. good. Oh my good gosh, time. it was so good. Well, that was all shot there at Snowmobile. Uh, the Ar- Arapaho Native American community is there. There's a good movie that was with one of the Olsen twins, remember? Elizabeth Olsen was in that movie. Did you know that? Jeremy Renner? No, I didn't know she was in it. Well, it's a great movie, and it's a tragic story. Because oh, it's there horrible. are a lot, yeah. a lot of rapes on the reservation that go unrecognized. Um, they found a body of an eight, what, 18 or 19-year-old, and so that's what the story is. But anyway, second way I said to, she was actually born in Idaho. And there's two schools of thought. She died December 20th of 1812. Either she was buried in South Dakota or in Wyoming. I went to her grave, believing she was buried there. Um, ghost towns, really cool ghost towns. There's a place called Thepalopolis. Thepa, I can't say the name. Thop, Thepalopolis or something. Thepalopolis, of course. <laughs> Just say it's called that. Yeah, where it's, uh, speaking of salt, it's uh, hot baths, you know, like where you go and you do the hot, you know, like the natural steam and the natural, uh, you know, salt from the earth. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we're doing that so, today. Go ahead. Yeah, but this is like natural place. There's uh, really cool distilleries. There's it's just a great place. So if you're thinking of taking a trip, consider it. Um, God, I went through this great ghost town where they still like they do gold panhandling and mining, and you know, like recognize that heritage in the summertime too. And so it's not like panhandling on the bus. No, no, that's very different, and that's very urban. Like we wouldn't even talk about that here, Mark. We don't even know what that means. Okay, go for it. Keep going. Uh, so anyway, Wyoming, check it out. <laughs> Go to the Travel uh, Travel Wyoming website and check it out. It's a great place to win in Wyoming. Trip. That's part of the headline. You gave me, you know, I'm always looking for our, our the titles of our shows. So thank you. That's a good one. Yeah, you're welcome. That's Tell my me, review. I love it. Now, are we ready for the headlines? 
yeah, let's hit some headlines. I know you got you got places to be, and we got places to go. So we're gonna we're just gonna zip through the twist today. Let's hit it! Ding ding ding! By the way, on Spotify, we listened to it on spot on Spotify in the car. Very exciting. Was it kind of cool? Did you say play the podcast called The Twist? I don't know. If, I don't know how Frank does it. He's he's a Spotify guy. Yeah, he's on his game. Headlines: Trump. This is from last week, and I forgot to I forgot to include it, but I wanted to. This uh, Trump called um, Nepal and Bhutan nipple and button <laughs> intelligence briefing. President Donald Trump mispronounced Nepal and Bhutan Bhutan as nipple and button in a White House meeting with intelligence. Oh come on! Really? No, but I love that because I mean, of course he would do that. He's not going to bother having anybody around him to tell him how to pronounce names. Can you imagine That's him in a reception funny. line? Oh my God, <laughs> That's hilarious. BBC vo- viewers voted Alan Turing, who was the. Um, the Codebreaker and the gay guy. There was a movie about him with um, with uh, with um, Pabbage, Cabbage Patch, the guy that I love, Cumberbitch. <laughs> what, what's his name? <laughs> Why do you call him that? I, what's his Cumber, name? Cumber. Any, yeah, Brendan Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> what a name. Why would you not change that? Change your name, dude. Anyways, they voted Alan Turing as the most iconic person of the 20th century. Um, because if people don't know, uh, he was he was a code breaker. He helped end the uh, World War II early by breaking the code, but he was also gay and closeted, and he got busted after the war, you know, picking up somebody and some guy, and it, it basically destroyed him, a la Oscar Wilde. Mm. A uh, famous actress just called out Chris Pratt for attending an anti-LGBTQ church. God bless her. Ellen Page, man. I love these. these I out- love her. I've always loved her. These outspoken chicks. I, I just, I mean, women. Um, I don't think they care if I call them chicks. But um, no, they're awesome. And because um, Chris Pratt, you know, it came out recently. Chris Pratt, he was on The Office. Then he got all buffed up. And he does superhero movies and action movies now. He was married to Anna Ferris, who I really right. like. We like the show Mom. But he's he's a, like for years. Who knew this until recently that he's a devout member of this Hillsong Church is is the name of the church. And um, I mean, I don't care if he's if he's devout, but the church itself uh, is very anti anti LGBT, no matter what they say. And their web page says, I'm quoting: Hillsong Church welcomes all people, but does not affirm all lifestyles. We do not affirm a gay lifestyle, and because of this, we do not knowingly have actively gay people in positions of leadership either paid or unpaid so good for alan for saying you know what this bullshit (laughs) you know you want to belong to this church lets everybody know what's going on with this church so good for her protesters target the guggenheim museum which i've been to over the museum's ties to the family at the center of the opioid crisis you know rich people donate all kind of stuff at kennedy not a lincoln center there's like a coke auditorium so one of the ways that they sort of Sab, I, they don't sab their consciences because they don't have them, but they like they donate. They donate lots of money and get buildings named after them, so people don't don't con, you know. Uh, people think that they're generous or whatever, but anyways, the the Salter family is it Salter? Salter, yep. Um, yeah, there there is there was a whole thing on sixty minutes a few months ago about uh, the pharmaceutical companies and in this family in particular knowing exactly what was going to happen with OxyContin, and they didn't well, Martin, care. They, no- they created the, the, you know, they created the oxy, they created the opioids, and then they created the uh, therapy for the opioids. So they they back ended it. They yes, and then I saw them. I saw Pablo Guzman being convicted for life yesterday. That was all over the news, and I thought, boy, I sure wish that they would convict some of these 
pharmaceutical CEOs and the people behind these drugs that they know are going to hook and kill uh, scores of people and they don't care because they, they're rich people. Um, mm. Very, very rich people. Uh, flesh and blood robots for Amazon. They raid clearance aisles and resell it all online for a profit. Now, if I were more ambitious, I, you know, because I used to think, well, how can I make money and not have to work in an office? And now it's how can I make money and not have to work in a deli? Right. But, uh, yeah, the the big thing, it's been going on for a while now, but there's these YouTube, they have YouTube channels and they, they'll go to like Target and buy up all these Monopoly games that are on, you know, the clearance sales. And then they send them to Amazon and Amazon resells them and they make money. Really? Some of them make a lot of money. Like this one couple, it might have been a couple or a guy making like $150,000 a year. Wow. Uh, but it's very labor intensive, obviously. It's, it's like eBay. People used to think, oh, I'll, I'll get rich on selling crap on eBay. It's very hard. It's very labor intensive. So this is how they live. They, it's not a side thing. They go around with their trucks and their cars and they, they do this. But uh, it's not an easy thing to pull off, but good for them. Chimps use a branch as a ladder to escape the Belfast Zoo enclosure. That was fun. Hmm. <clears throat> Did you see are... pictures of it? No, no, but chimps are smart. Hmm. Um, they are. Plummeting in, here's a scary one. Plummeting insect numbers threaten, quote, the collapse of nature. Now, uh, people don't pay attention to this stuff, but human beings aren't aren't like separate from the planet we're living on and so when you have all these species dying off and you have insects i mean the the bee the bee threat was very significant because bees pollinate what we eat so if there were no bees we would be in deep deep shit um and it's happening with insects insects are um vanishing and it can it could you know really lead to um a dire situation on the planet and we live on the planet flight attendant a union i'm gonna i don't have too many more the flight attendants union is gonna strike if the shutdown resumes i don't think it's going to i think trump is gonna spin this as some kind of great deal and be proud of it and all this other crap uh i don't think we're gonna have another shutdown but the a pilot the attendance union are not gonna fly so that'll be fun an atheist group in arizona launched a billboard campaign warning that the specialty plate sales fund a hate group you know in arizona they've got um uh, you can get a license plate that says, I think it's in God we trust. Yeah, there it is, in God we trust. But most of the public doesn't know that those license plates, the money for those plates, go to fund the Alliance Defending Freedom, which is the legal group that uh, can't stand uh, gay people and is constantly litigating us out of, trying to litigate us out of existence. Um, weed meets luxury. I think maybe you, you sent me this. Barney's, yeah, the yeah, Barney's. I leave it for you? Yeah. Should I leave it for you? No, go for it. It's awesome. Well, Barney's is launching a cannabis shop inside its own store. Yeah. I didn't read it thoroughly. Well, I mean, they're gonna have, well, they're just going to have weird things. like they're Yeah, but it's not legal and... yet in New York, I don't think. Babes. No, it's not in New York. It's in California. They're doing the Barney's oh, of New okay, York okay. in Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. Big time. Okay. Big then, news. Then I read, um, my last one was I read a, I'm not going to get into it, but I read a um, Sucker's Game by Michael Tomosky, who writes for... Um, the Daily Beast. I really like his stuff, but he he basically wrote this this column saying, you know, forget about uniting the country. That's not what Democrats need to do in 2020. And I agree with him. Democrats get played for suckers all the time. First of all, we're in the constant. They're constantly apologizing for everything. Like Democrats apologize. I'm so sorry I did this. I'm so sorry I did that. And there are these people. I mean, the Democrats are the only ones who are who are act like we need to uh, have some kind of middle ground and moderation and compromise. And all we've gotten was screwed for it. Republicans don't want that. They don't care. They were, they were out to, you know, to stop Barack Obama's presidency from, 
the the inauguration the day that Mitch McConnell and a bunch of them met how to how to basically you know thwart his presidency so you know fuck them and that's what Michael uh, Tomaski says we don't need that shit Medicare for all baby um, well yeah. but you are right and there's a just a quick aside a lot of Democrats come down on Democrats more than Republicans come down on Republicans they don't come down on each other at all unless they in Virginia to, I know but all. in Virginia you know and then. The, uh, the new congresswoman from the Muslim congresswoman from Minnesota made some anti-Semitic comics. They weren't. Let's correct this. I Be- know. I'm just saying. Being being opposed to the policies of the Israeli government does not make you anti-Semitic or anti-Jewish. No, but of course, it's newsworthy because she's Muslim, right? So they wanted to. Right. But it, the, de- the Dems got down on her. And she's Democratic. And Virginia, same thing. Well, a lot of them are being, being um, you know, they're getting lots of money, too, from APAC and. Yeah, it's really true. the the American evangelicals who are really the the driving force behind Israeli policy. Not well, I'm glad you. I wasn't even going to bring this story up because it kind of made me mad. I'm glad you you commented on it in a subtle way because, yeah, I think she took a beating. Didn't need to. Right? No, and it made it was like sucked up the news cycle. But the, my last one is I do I do want to say a R.I.P. Rest in peace to Patricia Nell Warren. Oh, she was an iconic um, writer, a lesbian. Uh, she wrote *The Front Runner*, which was which was the first um, gay novel to be a New York Times bestseller. I read it in the 1970s. I think it came out in '74, and it was a it was about a coach falling in love with his athlete, and um, you know, it just I needed that when I was a, a gay teenager in Indiana, thinking there was nobody else like me. And she had also I had interviewed her a couple of years ago. And then she had right. wrote, she wrote the foreword for this anthology that I edited and published that was a Lambda wow. Literary Award finalist for anthology called mm-hmm. Outer Voices in Our Lives, LGBTQ Writers Over 50. Patricia, thank you for your kindness and your generosity and um, your trailblazing. That's it for my headlines. Oh, no, that's a good one. I want to uh, reach out a friend of mine, an acquaintance of mine who uh, a lot of my friends saw her. She's, I think, 84 years old died this week, Barbara Thornton-Smith. And she... Uh, uh, Thompson, Barbara Thompson, she, uh, you know, she was a ground, uh, trailblazer too. She was in, uh, she was a therapist for people and lived down in Shreveport. But, um, that was, think about someone at that age doing, you know, leading therapy. That was a big thing back then. You know, now we're all in therapy. Uh, and thanks for not calling me get, out on that. No, you can get an th- app on your phone now. Can you? A therapy app. Oh my God. Yeah. It's a big, you know, I've seen ads for it. You can like get a therapist, you pay, Twenty nine ninety five a month or something like that. Oh my geez, really? <laughs> I'm not doing it, but well, no. Well, you didn't call me out. We're doing the show early. We're recording early because I have a seven thirty therapy appointment, and uh, it's been good for me, Mark. I've been doing a lot. Speaking of which, so uh, my first item here is just like last week. I I quoted some battles of the uh, of Twitter where you know Trump of course was posting about climate change or whatever, and someone laughed out at him. But this Brian Fisher guy. I shouldn't even mention these from like oh the American yes oh my god yeah yes. what he's, who's he with he's, who's he's, the he's, asshole with? he's poisonous yeah with the American protection Some family things. Um, American family protection service whatever things all that is America ready for a single president he tweet uh, he tweets the better question is is America ready for a homosexual president if Cory Booker turns out to be gay he is disqualified cannot have a man who engages in sexually deviant behavior in the White House. And then someone wrote back, and I love this. It was a group called, um, well, whoever posted it, but it was a group called Called to Activism. Wrote, hmm, you mean like cheating on your wife and having unprotected sex with porn stars? Because last time we checked, there is a man in the White House who engages in sexually deviant behavior. Yes. Tired of it all, but I just had to quote that. Right. No, I like that. Thank you. Yeah, it's nice. 
Hey, Jose Cuervo is apparently here to make all of our dreams come true. The beloved tequila brand now has an all-you-can-drink train experience once you cross over the wall. There won't, there won't be a wall. Let's get over this. Anyway, they have a luxurious express ride from Guadalajara. To That'd be tequila. a curtain. Yeah, there will be to Tequila, Mexico, Mexico, where it's all you can drink tequila. Mm-hmm. Tequila Mockingbird. Yeah, like a hundred bucks, yeah. and you just go on Tequila Mockingbird. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a city called Tequila. Did you see this on uh, Delta Airlines? They have these napkins. You know, they always have a Coke napkin or Diet Coke, and this one said on it. Uh, be a little old school. Write down your number and give it to your plane crush you never knew. It says on one side of it and on the other side because you're on a plane full of interesting people and, hey, you never know. Well, they pulled them. They started doing it. Oh, yes. Well, I think it's kind of <laughs> clever. What's wrong with that? I think that's going to end up on the ID channel. Yeah. You know, some lady oh, gives a guy her phone number and he kills her. Uh, this, is, this is a shout out to our friend Charlie. Um, my friend Charlie, who I love, was talking about this new movie coming out and this guy bragging about it, this... What's his name? Uh, Eichner, Eichner, the director. And you saw this. You weighed in on it too. Saying he's going to be doing the first official. He confirmed on the news on Tuesday, February 5th. He's uh, excited and terrified and completely in shock and proud as hell to announce that I'm doing a movie. It's a big new romantic comedy for Universal. It's a gay bromance. Or it's a, actually a gay romance. And, yeah. and who cares? It's a, Judd Apatow is uh, writing it. Is being directed. Well, I like him. Stoller. I do like Judd. They're great people, but come on, you know, and, and this Nick Stoller is directing and directed Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which had, you know, was a, a big, and, and Neighbors, maybe Neighbors. But anyway, I I just, you know, they're calling them gay rom-coms. And, they, and then they went on to say, oh, there's a big lesbian rom-com, romantic comedy. That's what it's saying. Yeah, for, for those who don't know. And I just, I think it's ridiculous. So where I'm headed with this, it's like, why make it a big deal? A story is story. It's universal. We've talked about it on the podcast before, you know gay straight man female woman whatever it's all what it is and then i got mad because the story went on and i'm trying to cite where the story was in but the story went on to talk about oh pink news the story went on to say that the favorite which is up for an oscar this year is a lesbian rom-com or a lesbian com it's not the favorite's about a historic figure who happened to have you know sexual relationships with two different women but it is yeah. by any means a lesbian movie. It's not a lesbian movie. It's a no, historical drama. Right. Someday we're going to live, we're going to we're going to be beyond all this stuff and I'm just as an aside, I'm writing this dystopian queer um series of novellas and what I one thing I I noticed what I like about it is that the lead, the the central character his name is Harry Hallen his lover was murdered by this evil woman that he's out to get revenge on. And there's no, there's no, there's no chapter or paragraph about Harry coming out. I mean, this takes place in the future. So the fact that he's queer and had a lover is, is written about and spoken about perfectly naturally. It's not a thing. It's just, we need to be there. You know, we that's need to where get we there. need to be now. Like, stop it. <laughs> I am who I am. Right. I am who I am. I am who I am. Remember that song? What musical was it? Come on. I don't know. It's Dream Girls, Butterfly Girls, whatever, <laughs> something like that. Hey, last week I talked about uh, in anticipation of uh, this week is Valentine's Day. You can name a cockroach, remember? And they were feeding the yes. cockroaches. Yeah. Well, now they're doing it here in Oregon. This was in another country, but in Oregon, you can name a salmon, and the salmon is named after an X, and then they feed it to a bear. Oh, it's so vicious! It's called the Wildlife Images Rehabilitation Center in uh, Oregon. If you want to. Send them a note, and it's just stupid. 
Theme parks. Universal Studios in Orlando has a new character in one of its theme parks with a very particular set of skills, Mark. So they have these trolls walking around from the movie Trolls, the animated okay. movie. All right. And Guy Diamond is a troll, but he has a well-defined bare bottom that not only farts, I guess, but fires off glitter when it does. Really? I knew you'd love this There's story. There's going to be protests. I, you think? People are not going to like the glitter poop or the glitter farts? Yep. Mine, mine are. I could troll that fart. You fart glitter? Absolutely. Dude. <laughs> there's job security for you in Orlando. <laughs> can we move on? Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't go into Black History Month now, can I? That's not because I won't make my way through it. Well, there's a cardinal that's out there. I promised. I teased on our uh, Facebook page. If you don't follow us, we do have a Facebook page. Follow us there. It's a cardinal that this couple found uh, or spotted. They're like Avi, what aviary people? You know, like they mm-hmm, watch bird birds. People, yeah, bird people. Yeah, it's a cardinal, half male, half female. I saw that. The, yeah, yeah. I had to send that to you. Shirley and Jeffrey Caldwell. Shout out! They saw this bird, and there's a name for it. Do you know what it is? I said I'd talk about it. I thought it'd be good for your headlines. Lady Gaga. Gynodropmorph. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Got gynomorphine hormophobia. I don't know something like that. I like that. Yeah, wait, here I got it. I'm going to get it. Gynan drop for morphs. Okay. That, okay. Black History Month. Just want to shout out. This is so interesting. Do you know one out of five cowboys? I think it's one out of five the number is. Was black. Like I saw that. Yeah, and I posted about it on my Facebook page, my personal one. But it's really interesting because the guy that was um, – What's his name? The Red Bear? No, what? Lone not, Ranger. Red, Lone Ranger was Lone actually Ranger. based, yeah, on a black guy who had an Indian friend. Also, this is an interesting one. Did you know the character, you know, Betty Boop, the cartoon figure? Yeah. Was actually a black woman. Wow. That doesn't, none of this surprises me because of the way our culture is, but that's well, great. She was, she was based on a black jazz singer in Harlem, introduced by cartoonist Max Fleischer back in 1930. Uh, I thought that was interesting. And there's a whole story, too, about uh, Rosa Parks. People think she was the first person to refuse to she give wasn't. up. Her... She wasn't. She was March not. 2nd, I knew that. I knew. No. There's another character named Claudette. Uh, Montgomery. Uh, Claudette, she was down in Montgomery. Claudette Colvin. Read her story, guys. And then I also want to say there were protests. Uh, there was a group called the Quakers. Well, the Quakers, we know them. Also known as Society of Friends. They have a long history of abolition. Of course, we know that. But they were protesting against slavery back in the 16th, you know, in the 17th century. Like 16, first organized thing was like in the late 1600s. There's just so much history, you know. It's Black History Month, February. Just shout out about it. Um, I did post something on our Facebook page about uh, black historic colleges. You know, they're big. And they were they were actually, uh, a lot of the staff were Jewish people who had come over for, Interesting. you know. Yeah. Anyway, I find it interesting. You know, well, and the Me gets... Too, the Me Too, the Me Too hashtag, the Me Too movement was at, was started by a black woman a number of years yeah. ago. It wasn't. People forget about that too. I know because they're not anyway, too old. We tell another them. story. I have a bell coming today. By the way, it didn't make it here in time for the show, but my friend Julieta, shout out Julieta, uh, with, you a J, Julieta? with a J, Julieta like Julieta with a J, like Julieta with a J. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's from Costa Rica. She judged the Miss Quincy pageant with you. Do you remember? No, but that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, she's getting me a bell. The, I love this story. Remember when we did that story, kind of like the story we did earlier, pronouncing names, where we were talking about butt crack, Virginia, and all these different names? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a German town called Hilgermissen. 
it rejects naming its streets. It's been 40 years, and you go to that city, and there's no street names, just numbers. No street names, but they have nicknames on their streets. So now that was an interesting story. And also, it just came out, the healthiest cities in the U.S. and the unhealthiest cities. Top 10, San Francisco leading the list for healthy. Seattle, San Diego, Portland, Washington, D.C., New York, Denver, Honolulu, Scottsdale, and Irvine, California. No surprises. And healthy, all in the South, Mark. Except for Detroit, well, that's on the list. not a surprise. I mean, I don't want to pick on them, but I'm not surprised. Well, and it, it does relate to healthcare access and uh, healthy eating and all that. Well, of course, number four on the unhealthiest city list: Shreveport, Shreveport, Louisiana. Yep, I love the city, but some people call it shitport. Did you know that? I didn't know that. That's that's a vulgar. I don't think that's, that's very a nice. Cardi B on the Grammys. Oh, she was awesome too, wasn't she? We didn't watch it, but then I saw all this ridiculous criticism <laughs> so, i like well, her she's i fine. do too well she was the first well yeah and she 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 got criticized and first she black crazy. rapper for best rap album yes Woman. The, uh, Woman. first black female yeah and then she went on instagram got crazy when people were attacking her and she took her instagram down for a period of time but anyway though, those are my stories i did go because uh february end of the month is the oscar awards and i did go the slates are out there um, go check them out, guys. A lot of theaters around the country, if you have a chance, go watch the best animated shorts and best live action shorts. Um, you know, 15 minutes in length, most of them. Really great. I, I saw both slates yesterday. Some great films out there. Five nominations in each category. I'd suggest you go check out and get get familiar so you can win that Oscar party you're invited to, Mark. Yes, in our, in our home. With, with your cats. People, with two people and two cats. And cats. <laughs> I do have uh, two quotes. Are you ready for the, the end of the show? I know you got Yeah, and we need both quotes because guess what, baby? I didn't bring one to the table this morning, so you're up. Well, Jennifer Rubin, she she is a columnist for the Washington Post. And um she's a conservative, but she's you know quite critical of our president, as is is as is George Will. I mean, a lot of the smarter ones, the ones that are honest and um, you know, not cultists are critical of this completely unfit man who's in the white house but she wrote a, a a column called irrelevant and in incoherent trump is upstaged in el paso that was when trump oh, had one yeah. rally and beto had beto another. was out having another so yeah. these are just two two of the um, paragraphs toward the end of the end of the column quote meanwhile o'rourke took the higher ground quote we this is a uh, beto speaking we together we are making a stand for the truth against lies and hate and ignorance and intolerance he told the crowd we are going to show the country who we are he declared with the eyes of the country upon us all of you together are going to make our stand in one of the safest cities in the united states of america huh. safe not because of walls but in spite of walls and then her ending paragraph says quote trump is left with his cult-like followers vague threats to finish the wall regardless of congress his mindless chant and his sycophantic right-wing media as for the rest of the country most americans have little reason to pay attention to his rants he's not setting policy nor saying anything new in fact he has become a bit of a bore i like wow. that because i totally agree with her i ignore this fool now and you know I, I think people like me were way ahead of the quote media you know, because they're still putting up his tweets every day on MSNBC and all this other shit. But I'm done with this man. I'm just waiting for him to be gone. So yeah, I think, I think, I, uh, I think a, lot of, yeah. a lot of people are. I think the wind beneath his wings or, you know, the wind blowing smoke up people's butts or whatever is over. I think they are. And it's Glitter farts. <laughs> Glitter farts. <laughs> but anyway, I agree. Those are great quotes to end the show. 
Hey, I do want to say too, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty honored. I got to just tell you, I was disappointed to the, I didn't get a chance to tell you that Mark and I usually catch up on the show too. So sometimes before we start yeah, rolling, in the green room, in the pink room, in the, lavender in the room. Pink, pink room, let's go lavender, lavender let's make it lavender. I like that. It's a good color for the new year. Although we're almost in March already. Can you believe it? Anyway, statewide action planning group, which is for HIV and AIDS policy and stuff here in the state. Mark, I was appointed and, uh, it's very serious. We have four meetings a year. We determine things for the state and getting back in the routine of things after taking a what, 20 year hiatus from it. So, well, congratulations, uh, Rick. I, you deserve you. that and you'll be great at it. You know, I just want to do well. So if anyone wants to reach out to me and tell me their concerns in the state of Wisconsin, go ahead and send me a message. Check us out on Facebook. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank yes. You, 87. This is show number 87. We are getting up there. We are. Spotify, SoundCloud, Libsyn, uh, cast box all over the place. Listen to us. Fast, We're fast, my, my tagline is fasten your headphones. Okay. Well, that's a good one. Well, Bye. I got a shower and get off to therapy, everyone. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye.